News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. He is the congressman who represents a great deal of our listening area. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Long. How are you doing, congressman? Good morning, guys. I'm doing good. I'm back from the state fair. We had the governor's ham breakfast yesterday, and I was. If anyone's ever been to the governor's ham breakfast, it's uh, like I told him yesterday. I I stopped in Warsaw. I've, I've gone since 1980 to the state fair because we used to do as auctioneers, we'd auction off the actual hams and things at the breakfast. They put, cut that out several years ago, but then we'd have the auctioneers contest for the best auctioneer in Missouri. They've also moved that to a different location. But, uh, yeah, so I told them, I said, you know, on the way up here, <laughs> and I stopped at uh, McDonald's in uh, Warsaw because I've been to the ham breakfast before. And when I went through the line, the kid gave me my ham and the next dish. I looked, I didn't recognize it. It looked like potatoes. And I said, what is this? He looks at me and he says, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I wasn't really wanting to eat potatoes, so I'm like, so he gave it to me. And then your other options were a donut and a peach. So you got ham. I guess it had to have eggs in it of some type, this little scoop of, it was like a half-size ice cream scoop he put on there. But I said, you know, so I stopped at McDonald's and I've been to the ham breakfast before indicating that it's, you know, it's a great event, but not the best breakfast in the world. And uh, But I said, when I went to McDonald's, I looked up and, the uh, cashier said, may I help you? And I said, yeah, I'd like a sausage egg McMuffin with cheese. And he looked at me and said, we don't have that. And I said, you don't have sausage egg McMuffin with cheese? And he said, no. And I said, well, turn around and look. There's a picture one right there on your menu board. And he said, oh, he said, that's our new sandwich. It's called the calorie reduction breakfast sandwich. And I'm like, what? What do you mean calorie reduction <laughs> breakfast? He said, well, it only has 20 calories. And I said, look, I got the Fat Man's app on my phone. I know what everything has in it. And a sausage egg McMuffin used to have 470 calories. And you were telling me now it has 20. I said, yeah, it's the calorie reduction breakfast sandwich. So it's like, you know, the Budget Reduction Act. Just because they renamed something doesn't mean it does what they say. By the way, what I like so much about the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, Billy Long, is that it's going to help Canada more than it will help the United States. Oh, and it's, I mean, it, there's so talk. Get Jason Smith on here. I mean, he's an expert on, he's, on, he's the ranking member on budget. He'll probably be the new chairman of Ways and Means next time, but he can run you through all of the numbers and all the horrendous things that it does. And there was not one Republican that voted for that last Friday. And they, uh, there was a story out yesterday that we need to go back to rules in, in the House. That's why everything gets done, you know, on a, on a partisan basis. And yesterday at the state fair at uh, the luncheon, Roy Blono comes on a Farm Bureau luncheon. And this year he was passing the baton over to Josh Hawley because it will now be the Josh Hawley luncheon for the Farm Bureau at the state fair every year. And, uh, but it, uh, yeah, they, it's just unbelievable. They, we all sit there and talk about what was going on in Washington. Vicki was there and Jason and me and Roy and, uh, Josh, and out of the five of us at the table, three of us will not be returning. Vicky won't be back next year. I won't be back. Roy won't be back. So it really is a changing, changing of the guard, which is a good thing. I mean, you need new blood in. You need new people in. And uh, 12 years was just perfect for me because I said I'd do 12 years, and I did. And uh, it's time to 
passed the baton on, but I, I told at that luncheon that in the 12 years I've been there, I've never known one person to change their vote uh, during all the debate. All, we had three hours of debate on that bill last week and walked in there, wasn't one Republican to change their mind, decide to vote yes on it. That's the way it is every single day we're there. People, you know, we read the bills, we go over the bills with our staff, our staff read different parts of the bills, we get together, we talk about them, and we know how we're going to vote before we ever go in there. You know, Billy Long, I was having this discussion, I, I, you know, over the last about week or so with a few different people. One of the things I hope, if the Republicans take over the House, and I think that will happen, the Senate is another deal, um, is that I believe that these committee staff, the committee staffing has to be cut dramatically. What are your thoughts on that? What, why is that? Uh, because we now have a point where the Speaker of the House and uh, you have committee chairman. The uh, Speaker of the House basically is writing bills that are going to these committees. Am I wrong on that? Well, sometimes she even over, in this particular case with this particular speaker, she overrides her take for instance this drug bill they put through the other day that's going to stifle in uh innovation totally uh which is really a scary thought but we were working hand in hand with the democrats on energy and commerce committee i'm on the health care subcommittee so we were working with coming out with a bill to reduce drug prices and we were just right at the finish line she comes in and her and like four or five of her staffers, like you said, her personal staffers, not committee staffers, even on energy and commerce, wrote their own bill, went to Frank Malone, who is the chairman of energy and commerce. He's a, you know, it's kind of like Ron Burgundy, kind of a big deal, you know. And uh, she jerks it away from him and puts forth her own bill. So that, that does happen. Now, as far as the committee staff, they... They do a lot of work. I mean, they I, I don't know about cutting down on the size of the actual committee staff, but on the personal staff that's writing these bills for people like Pelosi, I've got a problem with that. Yeah, I, I, my deal is, is that we have this overriding bureaucracy, 87,000 new IRS agents. We've had overreach by the EPA and several other departments. And it seems to me that we have way too many people making policy that are not elected officials. I mean, that's a huge, huge problem in Washington, D.C., exactly. And talking about the 87,000 IRS agents, I I was a hard scramble guy. I mean, I drove up to Kansas City in an old Oldsmobile with four ball tires and went to auction school and came back. And, you know, I'd go to bed late, get up early uh, every day and hit it hard. I mean, when you're in a sales field, you've got to make something happen. You don't, you don't get a paycheck. You don't have somebody cutting your check every two weeks. Uh, regardless of what you do, you got to get out and make it on your own. And through all of that time of, you know, working like that, and I uh, was a real estate broker, was going to starve to death because interest rates were so high, and Jimmy Carr went to auction school. I bought and sold land for my own benefit. I, you know, my dad was a stockbroker, so I had stocks and had things that had to be accounted for on my uh, taxes every year. So I had a fairly complicated tax situation every April. And uh, then, so in all that time, 31 years in the business of auctioneering real estate broker with complicated tax forms, I have been audited one time in my life. And guess when that was? That was when President Obama was in office and I filed to run 
for Congress. Yep. And all of a sudden, IRS audit. Yep. Hadn't, hadn't done it in 31 years of being in business and with all the complicated things I do and transactions and things I'd have. But they, uh, you know, they, <laughs> they audited me the year that I filed. I wasn't even in Congress. Just when I the thought that I wanted to go to Congress, they were trying to find something on me. They get I have a buddy of mine who is uh, uh, has he's a seven figure earner all on ten ninety nines. He has a, his yeah. accountants pay an extra five percent into the federal government because there has not been a year that he has not been audited in fifteen years. Uh-huh. And so every time they audit him, they send him give him a check. Well, yeah, and this this time they. Uh... I, I said for years, like, of course, I hadn't been audited. And I said, well, I wish they'd audit me because I pay so much in tax. I guarantee that I'm overpaid. No one can owe this much in tax. And uh, the year that they did audit me, I'd, I can't remember if I got a little bit back or what, but it was, you know, I'm, I, was no, I was in no trouble. I'd done nothing wrong. Everything was copacetic. And it, I was either dead even or they gave me a little check back. I, I actually think I got a small check back. Hey, Billy, you have a great weekend. Thank you again for your service, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll do it. Thank you. All right. Billy Long, News Talk KZRG.